out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League. Sorry about that. Just had a coffee, a bit dry, but, you know, we power on. We power on. Let's get through these news and updates. The Storm have revealed their sponsorship money has increased by 23% for 2023, despite the numbers of dramas off-field. Um, does this really matter? Not really. Uh, so I don't really cover it that much. Good for the Storm, I guess. Um, moving on to the next update, though. Sam Verrills, reportedly the Dolphins' number one target from 2023. I honestly think this is big. I think, um, you know, he's been linked to the the Parramatta Eels. Now he's being linked to the Dolphins as the number one target. Personally, I don't think that he should be the number one target. I think they need to get someone a bit more expensive. Um because they can definitely afford it. They've definitely got a lot of money in the cap. I don't think that is in their worries at all. But, you know, it is Wayne Bennett. Magic things happen around Wayne Bennett. He could be trying to get a really um, cheap team and then get a few big plays in. He might be doing something really smart that we just don't know or do not expect. So, we'll have to wait and see with this one. They end up going with Sam Verrills. I mean... It's not the worst signing, and you know you could afford having a guy like Sam Verrills in the team, whether it's starting, whether it's off the bench. Um, you know, I, I mean, in the grand final the other year, he scored the first try. So, um, and just throughout the other throughout the years, he's been a really talented young player coming through at hooker. Um, while we haven't really seen the best of Sam Verrills in 2021, and some people have doubted Sam Verrills, um, you know. He's not a bad get at all, and I think, actually, he'd be quite a good get, uh, even if it's just as a depth signing. David Fafita has revealed he required four pain-killing injections to play each game in 2021, and has promised to become more a more complete player in 2022. How good would it see to be... But uh, to see David Fafita go to the next level, that would be sick. He's already at a quite a high level now. Sort of does explain why, you know, we did see David Fafita drop out of some games. And um, look, but if we see David Fafita go to another level, if he is consistently in the game, consistently running at the defense, geez, he's going to be an absolute weapon. And he's just going to make the Gold Coast Titans that more dangerous. Cameron Murray had a shoulder operation in the offseason. We obviously know that from the photos that were leaked a few weeks ago. Uh, well, not leaked. He posted them on his Instagram. But uh, obviously, we saw the photos of him in the brace, obviously, in Bloke in a Bar. We saw him in the brace. So, it was quite obvious he did have that shoulder reconstruction. Uh, and it said he's here. He's reportedly facing the clock to be fit for round one. Hopefully, this guy's all right for round one. I love watching Cameron Murray. He's probably one of my favorite players. And he's probably one of the best locks in the competition. No, scratch that. He is the best lock in the competition for sure. Um... Honestly, can't wait to see him in 2022. Him and the ba- and and Victor Adley battling it out for the best lock in the competition. I think that is definitely a fair battle there. Uh, both players are just outstanding on their day. So, 
Um, hopefully, Cameron Murray is back for round one. He is a key part of that South outfit now, especially now that Adam Reynolds has left the building. He is a key factor. He could even be the next captain at South Sydney. So, we really do hope and pray that he is back for round one. The International Rugby League rankings have dropped, and the Kangaroos sit fourth place behind England, New Zealand, and Tonga. Now, New Zealand and Tonga, I can agree with. Behind England, though, oh, I don't know. I mean, how many um, World Club Rugby League things have England won? Not many, not as much as Australia. We took at the teams. Australia's got a pretty goaded team. Tedesco, Munster, Cleary, Daly Cherry Evans when he's in the, in the squad. You know, uh, Latrell Mitchell, Dane Gagai. Romy, Bizza. Well, I don't know. If, oh, I don't know Samoa. Romy and Bizza, Samoa. Um, I'm just thinking of Origin teams at the moment. Um, so not Romy and Bizza, but um, it's still a go-to team. Addo Carr. Um, you know, these players, these players that are eligible, it is a sick outfit. Christian Welch. Oh, I could go on and on. Payne Haas. Payne Haas is a freakish season. So I don't know how we could possibly be ranked fourth. Third, I would accept because New Zealand and um, Tonga do have very goaded lineups in themselves. Um, but behind England, I wouldn't be ranking us behind England at all. I think we have a much better team than England does. And that is not me being biased as an Aussie man myself, but I just think that we do have the better team uh, on the day, to be honest. Um Cody Walker says Adam Reynolds leaving the Rabbitohs won't affect his live wire spark. And I don't think it will either. I think that he is still going to be as talented, if if not even more. Now that Adam Reynolds left the building, it does leave a bit of room for Cody Walker to shine. But some would argue that the only reason that Cody Walker does shine is because of the halfback that's next to him. I disagree. I think Cody Walker is a fantastic player. Now, look, I can totally understand the fact that Cody Walker's pretty much only had really good halfbacks next to him. I'm not sure who he was with when he was at the Melbourne Storm. Um, I wouldn't be able to recall it off the top of my head, but at South Sydney, he he's had Adam Reynolds pretty much that whole time. Um, only when he's been injured, he hasn't. But for pretty much the whole time, he's had Adam Reynolds as an outstanding halfback. And then Nathan Cleary, obviously, in origin. I do get that argument, but I think that he's still a... Such a talented player, nevertheless, anyway. Like, the things I've seen him do, even when he was put at fullback, he was just outstanding. So, um, I don't think that Adam Reynolds leaving the building is going to affect Cody Walker. I think Adam Reynolds leaving the building is going to affect the Rabbitohs as a whole. Just that captain presence, that that, that the leadership um, presence of... Uh, just the presence in general of Adam Reynolds is going to be a really tough loss for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The loss of Wayne Bennett is going to be a huge one as well. It's going to be really interesting to see Jason Demetrio and how he carries the side around. But um, in terms of Cody Walker and how much Cody Walker's playing style is going to be affected, I don't think it is going to be affected that much. It really depends on how well either Lachlan Ilias, who I'm hearing, is going to be, have the first crack at halfback, or Black Taff, how they both control the side and free up Cody Walker to play some of his best footy. A lot of it's actually a similar thing happening over happening over at Canberra at the moment. Um, obviously, you know George Williams left the building at the start of, at the start of this year, and um, there was there wasn't really anyone that sort of freed up. Um, 
Jack Whiten to play some of his best footy. I think Jamal Fogarty coming into the building solves that problem. Um, but, you know, it was the sort of the same deal there. It just really depends how well either Ilias or Taff can free up Cody Walker, in my opinion. Geordie Barrett says he might be interested in having a crack at the NRL one day. I did a post about this. Go and go ahead and check it out on my page, Big Lezzers League. Um, go give that page a follow if you don't already. Um, but I did make a post about this. I uh, put it up. If Geordie Barrett um, was playing in the NRL and for your club, what position would he play? So make sure you go ahead click on that post, give it a like, give it a comment, you know, tell me what you think, what position would he play if he was at your club, if he was in the NRL, um, I think it's a really interesting little post, and I think this is a little interesting conversation, it'd be very interesting to see if Geordie Barrett and does end up coming to the NRL one day, I think it would be so good to see what position would he play, I'd probably stick him at either fullback in the centres or maybe even at 5'8", depending on who the halfback is, because uh, he really does roam the field. He, he actually revealed that he was a number 12, which is an inside, I think it's inside center. Um, so it's similar to a 5'8 role. So I think he'd go decent. At, he'd go all right at 5'8 in that 5'8 role. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Will Geordie Barrett come to the NRL? It's going to be a very interesting little conversation there. The 2025 World Cup will reportedly be held in France. Uh, this is the Rugby League World Cup, by the way, uh, and cool. It's going to be held in France, the home of James Maloney currently. Uh, and speaking of James Maloney, he's he. What from what I'm hearing, he's having a ripe old crack over at that new in a, f- a French domestic league or whatever it's called. Uh, he's having a ripe old crack over there, but uh, good stuff here. Um, I, I honestly hope Australia win. I was a bit, I was spewing when they didn't win against Tonga uh, the other year. So I really do hope that they um, come in and have a crack and hopefully win the World Cup, uh, Cup series there. Um, Ashley Taylor says there is a weight lifted off his shoulders. No, there's a weight lifted off his shoulders, no longer being a million dollar man. He is determined to revive his NRL career, and I think that is really accurate, especially coming out of his mouth. Um, I mean, there is a lot of weight on your shoulders, and Brayton Astor was talking about it with Callum Ponga the other day. Callum Ponga has been put forward for a contract for $1.5 million to go over to the Dolphins. A lot of weight is put on your shoulders when you're the million-dollar man at a club, especially when you're the only million-dollar man at a club. You're earning a lot of money. You're expected to perform week in, week out. And if you don't, the value just goes down. So I think with that, the weight that that, that holds is massive. That being taken off Ashley Taylor's shoulders, I expect him to have a really, really good season over the Warriors, whether he's coming off the bench or whether he's just stuck in reserve grade for a year. I think he'll have a really good year. Whether we, whether we don't see him in 2022 and then he comes back in 2023 and he just has an absolute blinder and earns himself that contract or whether we do see a bit of him in 2022 coming off the bench and then sort of eased into that side, he's uh, it, honestly going to be a really, really interesting thing to see. I really do hope that Ashley Taylor has a really good ripe old crack at the Warriors and does end up reviving his NRL career. Jerome Hughes says he has won Storm's 
Oh, he didn't say he won it. He has won um, the Storm Player of the Year, and he definitely deserved. I think we're talking about the most improved player at the Melbourne Storm. I think you'd have to give it to Jerome Hughes. Um, this guy came into the competition. I think it was with the with the Cowboys or with the with the Titans. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure who. Um, but he started his career as a fullback, and then he was recruited by the Melbourne Storm. Did play a lot of fullback. I think it was for a year or so, and then was sort of shifted into that halfback role. And ever since. He's been one of the best halfbacks in the game, and his off-the-cuff style of footy, it, it, it's just amazing to see and amazing to watch. He's definitely the most improved player at that Melbourne Storm side, especially when you're talking about moving and um, moving position and then becoming one of the best in that position in the comp. I mean, it, it is just awesome to see. Those are your news and updates, guys. Thank you for choosing Big Luzzers League and all a rugby league experience. I recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one.